What's up? I'm Frank. This is Tom. And, and this, this is, is the, the Frank, Frank and Tom, Tom Show. What's up, everybody? October 4th, Sunday evening special. Especial. I'm not going to second guess myself this time. Especial Sunday. Sabido. Domingo. Yes. Welcome into the studio, Nathan Rogers. Nathan Rogers is here with us tonight. Woo! Yo, what's up? Yeah. Thank you All for right, every- <laughs> Fuck yeah, Nate. Thank you for coming in. Um, I want to start it off by saying simply, everybody, once again this week, it is not all bad. Um, for the 11th year in a row, the United States has set a record for organ donations. Okay? That's pretty good. Uh, a That's, world record? But it, we set the precedent, basically. We are the bar. We, we break our own record. There we is donate. No other record besides the reason ours. why I particularly care about this is actually a good, not a good, um, a family friend, you could say, for years and years, just growing up in Crestline. There's the Torados. Do you guys remember the Torados? DJ and Armando? Uh, yeah. Do you remember yeah. those guys? Uh, Anyways, there's know. their dad just got a, a lung transplant. I do remember and, uh, them. Success, successfully went down. Apparently, the way it goes down is pretty incredible. They, could, they just do lungs now. Like, what that's the crazy. fuck? There's a guy yeah. that's just like, no, I'll hook you that's up really cool. with that's some really new cool. lungs. So uh, that's good news, that's a beautiful man. Beautiful thing right there. And it's not all bad. It is not. There is still a lot of good in this world. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's a good story, Frank. Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. Blessings. So, so, uh, so we have Nate here today. Nate Rogers, good friend of ours, grew yeah, up with us up? on the mountain. What's and, up, uh, you guys? You know, I've been listening to your past podcast. Um, episode one, episode two, episode three, and I was just like sucked in, you know, I was like letting you guys know I wanted to be on that podcast. I don't know if I'm going to be able to say anything like poignant or whatever, but yo, thanks for bringing me in. Oh, of course. We, we, All right. We love to have you in. I don't know about poignancy, but Nate, what's something you could eat for a week straight? Pizza. Would you rather wake up for an air, by an air horn blowing or run four miles every day? Uh, I could deal with the air horn. And the, <laughs> you remember? Wait, wait, is, wait. No, wait, is Jimmy no. Kimmel funny? Yeah, he is. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Uh, Say something cool, Nate. I don't know, dude. Like, I don't really like chocolate that much. That sounds awesome. Polka dots or stripes? <laughs> stripes. Would you go to a movie alone? I do all the time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Shit. Okay. What's a country you would be okay never visiting in your life? Saudi Arabia. Would you rather eat something smoky, ganoushy, or uh, some delicious fish? The fuck? <laughs> I, I don't know. I like delicious fish. I had two salmon burgers last night. Yeah, fish can be super good. So, oh, yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. And I like to say super. Um, if you were given the opportunity to fly into space, given today's technology, would you take it, Nate? Would you go to sure. space? I, I would go with Elon Musk. Absolutely. You know? Man, Nate, right? you jumped out of, the, out of an airplane a couple times, right? Yeah, I went skydiving like three times. I Man. thought it was the coolest thing ever. There you that go. That is so that's, nuts, that's dude. badass. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Hit it's, me with some random questions. Brave. I know, right? Is a human life more valuable than a dog's life, Nate? Well... That's a loaded question. I, I like, 
I miss my dog that died more than I like most humans. So, oh, that's awful. I, okay. I, wait, wait, wait. All right. Okay. I, I really can't put a value on any life, you know? I can't put a value on life. That's like, sweet. It, it depends on what that's you legit. like the most. But, Absolutely. You know, I like humans and dogs. What's the most embarrassing store that you might be seen shopping at? <laughs> uh, probably like like if I went to a dildo store or something like oh, that. Oh God, that yeah, you know, you know, like a sex store. Last time if I went you, to one of those, I, I'm not ashamed yeah. of like yeah. pornos and stuff. Like, yeah, you know. no, to each their own. I don't want to. Hey, if it. you want to do you know. porn, that's on you. you know? No, I mean, no, you know, I, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If there's a spider in your house, do you kill it or do you set it free? I used to kill them, and then I used to set them free, but now I'm just mostly kill them. All right, shit, yeah. All right, well, I feel good. I feel loose. How about you guys? I feel fucking well, loose. You know, that was good. Yeah, was good, sweet. You, know? you passed the yeah. test. So, you know, I think what's super cool is that we all have, like, a super uh, long history. Uh, like, we, you know, yeah, Nate, dude. I think we've long known each other, man, since I was, like, five years old or something. Maybe even. Dude, when I first met your brother, Matt Sparkman, shout out to him. It was his birthday yesterday. Oh, happy birthday, Maddie! Happy birthday. It's my brother, god damn it. I remember that house that he just bought on Bull Road. Like, he showed up. I was getting babysat by Wendy Corey, and he would just show up, you know, and, like, knock on the door, because he lived right next door. And they'd be like, oh, fuck, Matt's here again, you know? Math all open. Math all open. Slid it all open. <laughs> you guys have your own secret language. Yeah, we... Well, it was mostly him concocting this language. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he would, uh, oh my God, I shouldn't even say it. Because Matt's, you know, like, he's uh, he's multifaceted. He's come a really long way. And he's, oh, he's I journey. I love the guy. But I think it's what's important is the journey. So you got to go through some shit. But I mean, he's he was like hilarious, a huge inspiration of mine. Sometimes when you hear us speak together, we sound like the same person. No, I know. Um, you answered the phone the other day, and I was like, Matt? Yeah. I was like, I want to talk to Frankie. Yeah. It's like, it is me. I was like, you guys sound so similar, you know? Yeah, it is just like, especially when we're hanging out, Yeah, I'll, I'll tend to match up with him, like lower my tone a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, he's like freaking. He used to run around and be like, "It's my scrotum, it's my scrotum." <laughs> like my mom was like, "You know what oh you're saying?" God. And he's like, "I don't even know what I'm saying." He like didn't even know what it was, you know. But uh, that was the shit. It was like oh, the start man. of this like funny ass language you guys had. But man, we go a long ways back. Yeah, dude. For sure. It's good to see you again, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming in, man. We had a. Um, you know, we had to do some shuffling around this week, and Nate saved our asses. But we always intended on having you in, regardless. So I'm glad you were able to make it today and right. talk about a bunch of stuff. But like, uh, what you guys were in a hip hop group together. We talked about this in episode one, episode two, episode. What we talked about this before. If you guys have been listening, yeah, it was episode one and episode two. Yeah, for sure. And we actually yeah, got yeah. some um, requests just to um, highlight more on that. You know, it was a, a fun time for everyone else. You know, um, and uh, you I, know, share some stories or or just about you know um, you in production and all that stuff. I know you. Um, Actually, I don't know. Are you completely removed from that stuff now, Nate? Or do you still involve yourself in, in production and in, in right. putting together music? So the other day, I have my studio dismantled into pieces. And I can reassemble those pieces anytime I want. And I actually busted out my bass guitar 
two nights ago and I started playing it a little bit. You know, for me, I, I can't do music when I'm being complained to about how loud it is. You know, I don't want like to oh, get it's a it's a hellacious killer, man. It really is. Our vibes are huge, man. No, I completely understand. I, I do. I don't like to get too loud and obnoxious, but if there's anybody complaining that it's too loud, like it just removes the vibe. That's why I just I always wanted like a soundproof room where I could jam the drums at three in the morning if I wanted to. You know, like but if there's people like, Oh, you know, I want you to express yourself and and do your talents and shit like this, but it's too loud. Like I just, it just removes some of the vibe from it for me, you know. What? Yeah. So like, what? What? Uh, what made you want to get into making music in the first place? Yeah. What influenced you growing up and all that? I mean, listening to you rap, Tom, was like one of the main things that made me want to get into it. Like, and, and listening to like. Well, well, that means a lot to me. Thanks, man. I mean, for sure, I, like well, I would hear, hear you rap, and I'm like, and you were my so friend. So that's man. a perfect segue right there. So when and like, how did you guys build your relationship? Because that's a dynamic relationship. It's you know, it's a, well, check it, it out. I met Tom when I had my dog Peanut. You remember Peanut? Everybody, does. Peanut up, yep. Peanut up, yep. resting all the Rest peace. peace, Peanut. Dude, I was like, I don't know, five or six or seven little or kid. eight, little kids, dude. I was probably like, yeah, because I was probably like six. You were probably like eight. Crestline. Dude, so... Valley of Enchantment style. Yeah, dude. That's what's up. So I was like, Dad, can I get a dog? Can I get a dog? He's like, no. I was like, can I get a dog? He's like, no. And then one... (laughs) No. This this (laughs) one day, dude, we were going from Calvary Chapel. My dad used to drag me into church and freaking... You know where the Shell Station is in Crestline? It's now a a shell station it used to be a valero well it used to be a chevron station back, that's right yeah. back in the day right that. yeah that's right and freaking i was like dad let me get a dog dad let me get a dog he's like no i was like we were coming home from church one day i was like dad let me get a dog you finally got a dog and there was like <laughs> this station wagon full of dogs these puppies dude my dad's like fine just you know stop asking me go pick one you know, and I went and I picked Peanut, but like maybe a good thing that he's taking you to church too, because you know maybe Jack saw that and was like, uh, oh, it, "Oh, there's the dogs, man! Like, it, damn it, I gotta get him a dog now." <laughs> it was cool. We all needed some spirituality no, in our joking, lives man. and stuff. No, that's tight. No, but like you know, so Peanut needed a fence. They thought yeah. they thought he needed a, to be fenced in. So Thomas's dad builds fences, super bitching, and him, his dad and my dad. Already knew each other. I don't even know how they knew each other. They must have known. They must have met each other through someone else that my dad knew. Because I don't think they really ever knew each other. I think they might have just like your your dad might have just needed a fence, and someone he knew was like, "I know this guy" or something. All of a sudden, it was just Thomas was sitting there. I have very very vague memories of that. I think we were playing Nintendo or something in your house. Like that's how me and me and you met, because. Your yeah, dad right, was yeah. building the fence underneath my deck that was supposed to keep peanut. That's funny because I do remember that, and uh, and then we never really we were never we never hung out though. Like after that, growing up, because we were in different grades and like right, we never hung out. But then I remember, I remember in high school I saw you a couple times, and then uh, I remember I think we really started hanging out maybe around like '04 or '05. I think 05. it was I think it was '03 when you did that. 
when you lived right there with Lawrence right there? No, that was 05. So when did you guys start connecting music? In 2005. Okay. I started, we, we recorded a, an, uh, like a super underground album in VOE in 05, and it was fun. Well, I thought you it know, was there were pe- different people participated in it. Yeah. It was just a group effort. We had a good time. But when I saw you, And Nate like... was on it, like, talking on a couple tracks and everything. And then I think we never... Nate, at some point, started making... What year do you think you started uh, actually recording music? Oh, yeah, I remember. Around 2007? I was 27 years old, so... Whatever year that was. Anyways, like, I was living with Matt in Orchard Bay, remember? And freaking. I remember you had like a natural talent, man. You are really, a really good artist, a good MC. Thanks, bro. You like, are, man. You're a good writer and have a good delivery. I recall when on you every track up, I've ever heard you put down is always good, man. I recall when you started picking up the bass. I remember you started cruising over to our jam room a few times too when you started really clicking with a lot of the music artist stuff. It was really cool. Yeah, I remember Alex Albright. And it really all came a together. Lot of stuff. Yeah, you know, all of Yeah, I remember when we did that Groove Fest. Uh, we called it the Groove Fest out there in the desert at Josh, Josh Hazlitt's. Hazlitt's house. Yeah, we played that and, with uh, Cardiac Black. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you were there. I remember. Yeah, yeah. that was nuts. Yeah, that was and, dope, uh, dude. That was cool, man. That was a good time. I think Andrew would played the bass with us back then, and I think that Jake Gonzalez was playing the conga drums all the time. Remember that? That was a that was a different one. Like they're it's used, all around the same. The first time, year, yeah. yeah. Okay, but anyway. But yeah, we like, had some good stories though. We had some good times, you know, traveling around LA on Orange County. Oh, dude, so many crazy stories going down to Sometimes LA. Sometimes we only played for like the bartenders and the waitresses, huh? <laughs> but that's all good. Like I never really wanted to have this super big audience, like because if you enjoy what you're doing and expressing yourself artistically, you know, like Jim Morrison would be like, dude. I'll play for four people or four thousand people or four hundred thousand people, whatever. Like, I think know. he had a, like a direct issue though too, and I don't know if did you ever take see for like myself. I'll I will make what maybe would be like it's just super poppy, you know, like straight mainstream, and I'll intend on it. I'll I, I'll intentionally do it. I totally so love I the songs feel, on SoundCloud. That I you feel have. like. If you, for underground artists, it's almost important to stick with your message regardless of um, the way somebody else capture, is perceiving it. Yeah, or and then also the the um, what's most importantly is that I think that you guys don't look at a formula like this is that's what I want to do. You know, like a like some people will look at a pop formula and be like, I have to build my song that way. That's how I'm gonna fucking build my song. And like an underground doing... artist, like you guys let it kind of pour from you. You have something really important to say, so you're gonna fucking say it, and then you know it's gonna fit in in the in a really cool way. Um, I don't know. That's my take on it. Have you ever intentionally, I guess what I'm asking, even both of you guys, have you ever intentionally strayed away from that, that poppy well, check, check it thing? Out. You check know? It out. Or have you found yourself wanting to go towards it? I have a good answer for that. Perfect. Because I didn't call myself Nate Space. Yeah. Um, Dan Kemp called me Nate Space. Because I would go into the, the vocal booth, and I would just rhyme wherever, wherever I wanted. There was, like, no real structure to it. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, you're Nate Space. And the name kind of stuck. You know? <laughs> he's like, you're he's Nate like, Space, yeah. Because I would go in there all spaced out, and I would just yeah. rhyme wherever. Yeah. you know. And I, I understood the structure to a song later. But like, they would take my takes as I was rapping, mm-hmm. and he just rhymes wherever. You know, he's Nate Space. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, but I understood structure a lot more later, after. Right. I just kind of dove into it. and it was, So once you, you started know. to understand, were you still sticking with that underground sound? Were you finding yourself, okay, I understand this, but I'm going to abstract myself a bit? Because right. that's another thing that I do constantly is I'll abstract myself from this poppy formula or I'll lace a really poppy beat and then I'll abstract myself with the words and content. So, Right. So, you know, I, do, I understood the structure to a song a lot later i would just go in there and he was being kind of like too rigid too rigid of an approach for me like if if ever i would mess up he'd have to edit the crap out of it you know and like he it would come out like some cookie cutter ass song to me but like and a few of the times he even removed i think i went down there one time and i had all these bitchin lyrics dude and i spit really good i thought but i i didn't even get to hear a copy of those he just took them and did whatever he did with them it's hard to work with uh like you know somebody it's not that they don't like that's when it's just hard to work with somebody especially uh fresh though you know what i mean that that just like understanding like a whole like the 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 um right you know the concept of of building songs and and you know putting them in parts you also have to like understand how to work with somebody who's like demanding and this person's at this certain place who's thinking in his mind oh my god he's gonna come in here and put these parts together and you're like what the fuck and i totally i get that i i I remember dan kemp it's a weird uh, thing it is (laughs) it's a strange thing even when you thought your verse was was ready to, was really good he wouldn't think it was good enough and like you know yeah he would make you that's redo one thing that would be hard for point. me to deal with uh, up in there because uh i know it was his studio it was a really really nice studio yeah. it was his million studio. dollar studio yeah. but uh like I, I felt like you know it's like well at some point i should have some creative control <laughs> yeah. sounds, you're like i you was know? okay with that yeah, dude you know? like okay. I, rem- right. I remember i right. remember like and we used to. I, I he was a, the, he, I, we used to sometimes butt heads a little bit over that. Yeah, but it, you know what? I I I think and I don't know if you guys agree in retrospect, but dealing with that that um you know often most of the time that person's called the third or fourth member of the band you know and they're there for a reason they're capturing your sound and they're poking the bear the whole time you know they're they're trying to do stuff. I've heard of producers like throwing shit at artists and check it out. Check it out. Yeah, but for sure. that is what made me want to get my own studio. And that is when I started. Yeah, I got all my own parts and I would truly make the yeah. whoever's expressing themselves on the mic or whatever feel comfortable. They would say that you got to provide a com- comfortable environment and you got to make them feel comfortable and this and that. But they wouldn't really do that. But like. Right here, right now. So you see the water. You're, you're totally the, doing that. No, I'm just, <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, it's right next. Cheers, to guys. Hey, hey, it's yeah. good to see it. We're cheersing water cups in Lake Arrowhead Brewery cups, and uh, cheers to them. Uh, ice cold water today, and uh, everything is going good. Man, I'm I'm glad to be sharing some and and wrapping it up with you guys about uh, all this kind of stuff. You definitely have to feel comfortable, but when you do a track, you know, 
Jesse. Jesse Ward. Shout out to you, Jesse. What's up, Jess? Uh, significant Seven. Significant Seven, dude. He... I meant to say that last time. I was like, Sig Seven, dude. That's him, yeah. you know? Yeah. He was the one who was like, dude, underground grinder. He's the one the new AWOL and two Max and stuff like that and would get a show. Yeah, he's got a real outgoing personality. He's going to go out there and perform, yeah, meet those people. Form and stuff like that. You know, remember? Dude. Jesse's wild, though, right? He'll carry a gun, too. He'll be like, I don't give a shit uh, I've right never now. Known him to carry no, a gun. Just, <laughs> just, I, I don't hey, think bro, Jesse I, carries hey, guns. He's, uh, <laughs> He is, he'll, he'll, I'm trying to validate under the hip-hop side, guys. No, it, not every hip-hop we'll artist to needs anybody, to have a gun. You know, and then you guys, because... I mean, Jesse's okay, spent an extensive amount of time to, selling, guys selling his music in Hollywood and Venice Beach with all those people that At the height of Infinite Vision, you stopped day, because grinding. of a cocaine ring, right? Pounds? <laughs> FBI investigations? Oh, that was like... Uh, no, that was that, that New wasn't York us. crew. That was like That two, was the other Infinite That was vision. two live crew? That wasn't us, Who dude. was that? No. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Dios de los muertos. So what do you think, Nate? Uh, Diaz. Is, um, I'm just playing. I know that wasn't you guys. Check it, dude, guys, right. Infinite Vision never did none of that stuff. They only did like positive stuff. I'm just joking. No, we had like... I took a left. We had really positive content. It's just like... Uh, that's what inspired me to go get my own studio, and yeah, because of, I'm right there with you, man. Of yeah, the creative sure. control, I'm not trying to be a control freak or anything like that, but like, uh, Aaron Perlin, dude, told you, like, we used to be like forced into this box of the song is supposed to sound like this, and it can only be three minutes and thirty three seconds, and. I was like, what if my verse is like seven minutes? Yeah, know? it's essentially like, that pop formula. Yeah. You can, you can. A lot of people expect that, yeah. You know. Yeah. Producers, you know, I mean. But a lot of a lot of artists do uh, definitely. Yeah, like make who, who the fuck songs, doesn't want to? Uh, do you guys do you guys listen to Big Sean? I've never heard of Big Sean. Big Sean, can you play me a song from him? Big Sean's so sick. Uh, I don't think that I can. Like, I don't think we can play it on the. um... Oh, you might get sued. I don't think we'll get sued. I think it'll just get blanked out, and then you wouldn't hear it anyways. So it'd just be like a waste of space. Anyways, he'll do. He'll. I'm just saying he will do that. There's a lot of guys now that'll break the formula, but that formula was just like expected from producers. I'm just saying the whole cookie cutter thing, like Scott Storch, Britney Spears, you know, whatever. Fill in the blank. Every song has to be three minutes and 16 seconds or whatever. And like, I was like, but my verse keeps on going. Fill in the blank, Nate. Taylor Swift is. She's a, I break up with my boyfriend every time uh, (laughs) I make a song about it. That's tight. That's tight. Right? I, th- I think she's super talented. I love that. <laughs> no, I love no, okay, her. No, okay. No, carry on. I'm sorry. Let's, I didn't mean to interrupt everything. <laughs> we will next time. <laughs> I'll tell you. We'll get her on next time. So, uh, hey, Taylor Swift. Let's did go. You guys, let's uh, go. Let's do an interview. Did you guys hear about, <laughs> did you hear about that couple out in uh, out in Phoenix? What happened, dude? Uh, they, they, were, they heard a noise under their bed, so they popped their head under there. You'll never guess what was under their bed. I don't even want to know. Uh, a bat? A pregnant... Rattlesnake. Oh my god, that's like my worst nightmare, dude. <laughs> All coiled up. I literally right have nightmares of this type of house. stuff. Where did you hear that I always, story? I always think about it. Like, it oh. What if it came out of your toilet? Because I've actually heard oh. about stories of snakes dude, coming out I of just heard toilets. Story. You'll never take that a shit comfortably Phoenix. again. That happened in Phoenix, Arizona. Dude, I heard a story. Of a yeah, snake, snake crawling come up, up out inside of, the of somebody. Toilet, Look, it crawled inside of 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 
their Something. butt while they were sleeping, no. I guess. No. I can't find the story on the interweb because it's filling my That's computer full of garbage. All but right. um, I don't even want to try. Let's so. go. Uh, Hit record. Let's <laughs> go. Hear about Let's go. The, <laughs> did you hear about the UFO spotted in New Jersey? No. Oh, my yep. God. Dude, no, no. Was, oh, yes, uh, I did, dude. I saw the video of that shit. We are. We are. We're on. We are. We're live, dude. Click. It was a Goodyear blimp. I know. I I thought it was a Goodyear blimp from the very start. <laughs> I swear. Because is it because it said Goodyear on the side of it? Or? Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. We were talking about snakes and butts, and then we had to take a pee break and all sorts of other breaks. But it's all good. Um, no, I swear to God, dude. When I saw that, I immediately thought just because of the scrolling thing that it, did you see it, Nate? No. Okay. It I looked like, to me. It looked like the Goodyear blimp, and there was. People are super volatile right now, you know? People are just right. on the fucking edge, man. Yeah. And, like, so they're seeing the Goodyear blimp across a couple freeways, and they're like, it's a fucking UFO! Like, that's, no! That's crazy. It's oh. not unidentified if it's a big-ass If it says Goodyear, Goodyear on blimp. it. Oh, it's, dude, it's, it's not actually literally identifying itself as, a, as it floats through the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like a giant sign. I know. It's like, no, it's unidentified. It's like, no, there's a sign on it, uh, fucker, that says Goodyear. Oh, that's good. That's rich, Tom. Oh, I like that a lot. There's a there's been a new a new Guinness World Record in the state of Minnesota secured. For, what? <laughs> what what did, what did they it's do? The, the world's tallest mohawk. This oh, man fuck yeah, dude! I saw the that world's dude. Tallest mohawk. It's huge. It's insane. What website do you get that from? Uh, I don't know. Because I got. Oh, Fox, we'll post Fox it. News. We'll post it for you guys. Fox we'll post news. fun photos and pictures. Yep. I don't want the world to think that Dan Kemp was a shit producer. No, was, I just hey, think you know, that I wanted to say that Dan Kemp did a lot for us. I, you know, looking I, back, he did. He got, I want to say us something and helped us become for, a group. Yeah, you know? for for working really with did. people, they have a certain objective, and and oftentimes it may not be your objective. Objective, especially he made some really good beats too. It, you know? Yeah, see, no, but especially with artistic people, it's very tough if you have two visions to create an infinite vision. <laughs> My ninjas. Yeah, yeah. That was tight what I just did. I oh, remember dang. at some point somebody called it was they were calling it infamous vision and we were kind of like well yeah. infamous isn't really a, a good thing. Well know? dude as white rappers you guys catch shit. Infamous, no? you know, did you catch a lot of shit to your face? No. No, See? Not, no. Actually we actually usually used to get a lot of love I think. Dude I I know for a fact that when I put out my rap songs that there is some and, and I've talked about this before. He's not saying it to me. He's really saying it to himself. But he'll just be like, oh, it's fucking stupid. Or like, fucking, what the fuck's he trying to do? Or like something, you know? They're not saying it to them to me. They're just being, they're, they're being an asshole to themselves, you know? Because like that kind of self-doubt shit and hating on people is not the way to go about things. Yeah, but, um, I really don't agree with. But I know for a fact when I put out my rap songs and, my, and, and I go for this ambitious route, especially having come from a punk rock background and and doing alternative rock and roll and then i just put out something that actually some people are like that's you i have to tell them that's me because they don't even know that that's me i'm like yeah like i fucking rap and and produce yeah. the beats and and do everything from top to bottom but um it it is a it, it's a, a thing to know you know that, that there's somebody hating you it's a good thing that drives you though too you know you see us up in the streets bro you never even know we got that ill type flow we keep that shit on the down low Damn, don't want to get too fully blown you know that shit looks a little bit like peaking dude can you turn that shit down no no it's not 
Okay. At all. We're good. You can, We're good. Yeah. You can do it later. At all. Uh, it, no, it, you know it's what the not, Pro Tools. It's not peaking at all. Not even close, man. We had, I could we like had, uh, yell loud as fuck. Yeah. We it had still some, doesn't uh, go up. We had some. We did have some some uh, fun times though. I, <laughs> I I remember this this one time we were doing this show down in Hollywood and and the the this place was called the uh, Unknown Theater. And yeah. I don't think they're around anymore. I remember and the it unknown still theater. remains so, like, unknown. This, uh, this yep. one time, this place was packed. Uh, I think AWOL was performing there that night. Loomis fucking and, got uh, us to go there. Yep. We went there a few times, but this one time, the restrooms were actually broken. And people had were having to go like around the corner or something. People are pissing on the side of the building, and, uh, and they're like, gee, I, w- had, I wonder why. One of my buddies that actually came down what to city see is this the in? show in Hollywood. Oh, okay. And one of my buddies that came down to see the show, the unknown uh, theater, he was like, he was like, I I just peed in the sink in there in the bathroom. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, really? Because I had to pee, you know. And he was like, and I, he was like, yeah. I was like, all right, fuck it, dude. I'm gonna do it. And I went in there and I peed in that sink, dude. And I came back out. I was like, uh, we were hanging out outside a little bit later. And he's like. I was like, yeah, I just peed in the sink, like you know, like so and so did. And he's like, I was just joking around, man. <laughs> I did. I mean, I didn't expect you to really do it, bro. Well, dude, it's like, hey, you know, I thought, you know what? It's this place's fault for not having bathrooms, dude. How are you gonna, how are you gonna throw a big venue and not have restrooms for your customers, you know? But on a, on a lighter note, it, it was a fun place to perform at. Dude, I mean, I've, that, I've been to some sick ass underground Hollywood shows on like 14th Street. Like, uh, what, 14th Street's like a few streets away from Skid Row, you know? Or it is like Skid Row. Right, by MacArthur Park. But there's these, there's this fucking underground warehouse, and um, Andrea's brother lived in it. So random, dude. So Tara's brother it ends up in this band. Well, he, he's been in this band from... Uh, out of the East Coast, they like invented East Coast hardcore, like legit shit, like inspired bands like at the drive in and shit. So they fucking um, have the singer of Thursday. I don't know if you guys care about that or anything or know about that realm, but the singer of Thursday, it's a really big deal. So he ends up singing for Georgie's band, fucking Tara's brother. So we're n- not fucking Tara's brother, but they were in a I, band together. I understand. <laughs> oh, I understand. Yeah, what you're they wouldn't saying. do hey, that, dude. Hey, they're, thank you for clearing that up. They're bros, bro, but it's like up. not like that. So anyways, mm-hmm. we end up at the at fourth it, it is place hey, called the 14th was, Street if it Warehouse. Was, it would be dude. okay. And it know? was just super set up. This is be- obviously way pre-COVID <laughs> and just way packed. There's a big ass uh half pipe in it it was so dope dude and like this is where? crazy underground just hardcore show in hollywood and like it was badass believe it or not tara and i fought our way to the very front we're like there you know representing for georgie and fucking his band you know okay again we weren't fucking his band but we were rocking out to the band right so what do you th- what were what are some of the we understood uh, some that. of the, some of the fav like your favorite concerts that you've ever been to oh yeah you can there you go oh well I remember that one concert where it was the unknown theater and Andrew Grimm was there playing the bass Jesse was there uh you know wherever we would do shows and I would just bring my bass guitar and my bass amp and Andrew would play it you know. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. we would go all over the place. Andrew is a really good bass player, man. He is, dude. I remember one day he just decided to pick up the bass, and he's like, "I'm gonna teach myself and the guitar," and he did. 
Always mean yeah. to. I, I'm like sure Turkey. at some point we will link up and do music, Drew. Andrew okay. Grimm is one of the best. Blessings. Blessings on blessings, bass homie. guitar players. Guitar players across the board, dude. But, dude, I loved when he would. we would go just to wherever, dude. We did that little mini tour with AWOL 1. Yeah, it was like three. It was like so, a, week, a weekend of of shows. We did like three or four shows. What? So I talked about this, and it's uh, it's just it is what it is. We're all grown ups. Um, I talked about the end of my band, Cardiac Black, and it, and we all just felt like it had ran its course. I had felt like we were over practiced, and over and uh, under performed. We were over practiced and underperformed. So, how did you guys feel towards the end, and why did you guys decide to hang it up as Infinite Vision? To me, like the name Infinite Vision. See, Dan Dub does. Or I'm sorry. So check it out. Better question: Is it hung up? Check it out. Do you plan a revival? (laughs) Check it out, Frank. Check it out. I'll break it down. I'll break it down. We were sitting there, dude, and. We were doing songs, we were doing our thing, we were writing songs, and Dan was like, I'm going to call you Infamous Vision. And I went over to Tom's house, and he's like, dude, do you know what infamous means? It means like you're remembered for doing something terrible. Like, you're remembered for doing something horrible. And I was like, I want to change it from infamous to infinite vision. You know, we should be writing three songs a week, dude. We should be knocking out tracks. Like, we should have this infinite vision. Fuck that infamous vision. He tried to call us Galactus one time, too. (laughs) And, like, Uh, I I thought that was a cool enough name, Galactus. You know, but, like, I'm not going to let somebody else define me. I'm not going to let somebody else, whether you might be a multi-million dollar producer with all this equipment dude i'm not gonna let you like define me so i was like i changed it from infamous to infinite so like you know but infinite forever is a long time dude fucking you know yeah so i thought know. that was we, just a better name we uh... infinite than infamous so like I would is get that it. the root of why? What did this start something that snowballed you guys into like? No, I I would get ending. On, no, I, look, we never ended anything. We actually it's not, it's not ended. We made uh, still right. not ended. We we I didn't mean, okay, make any go. music together That's for like a, definition a, a of year or two, and then yeah, we started. Perfect. We made a series Forever. of music videos together back in like 2013, and uh, right, and we we haven't really done anything together since then. But Jesse Ward moved up to Northern California, and he's been up there and. Uh, Perfect. You know, and then I became a dad. And my son's already going to be nine in January, but so there is potentially. A, you know, Nate and I made a lot of songs together. We've made at least a, an album or two worth of music together that we've really never really put out. And uh, yeah, Nate, we, you've we actually made music with it's uh, in another group, also, right? It's you coming. came out that that album, Elemental Three. We got a bunch a of dope ass tracks that have never been released. You know, but like, dude, I dude. was in Cancun talking to a dude at a table and he told me he was telling me about that elemental three. He's hey, from he's from really? it's unfair. Really? It's unfair. Really? It's unfair because he's from That's the mountains. Me, Jesse and Dan. Yeah, I know I he's actually, from the mountains. I, I liked that album. But I thought it was we a good album. I mean we had both traveled there 
from the mountain. So that's unfair. But it's just funny because we were there what in a Cancun. Small world, right? And then he was like, hey, you've, because uh, he was, he had mentioned Aaron Perlin as well. Told you, right? Yeah, told yeah. you. He, he's one of my he friends. There you knows. go. He probably knew Nate too, that guy. There you go. Um, a lot of these people too, you know, like when, when we name drop and stuff, uh, I don't know if you know when you set up stuff or you are in control of. Uh, like a digital account or uh, if you're in control of audio files online, you're also in control of viewing who exactly is viewing those things. (laughs) That's kind of a fun thing. But anyways, yeah, no, that's dope. Uh, So uh, what I'm saying is, is there the, um, some of these people linked to these stories are actually listening. So that's good. Yeah. Hopefully they are, you know, fork and eggs, man. What have you been into lately, Nate, like music-wise? What have you been listening to lately? Anything in particular? It's the last song you downloaded, bro. Oh, man. I didn't like country music until I was like 27 years old. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the most interesting things to me is when you go onto a job site, you got anywhere from geriatrics down to newborn babies. (laughs) You want to put on a playlist... Well, I need one of those pop guard things. You want to put on a playlist that will be like cohesive with everybody's listening ability. You know, you can put on some country, somebody's going to be like, fuck that. You can put on some hip hop, somebody's going to be like, fuck that, turn it off, change it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, one of my, my favorite hobbies is going to a job site and trying to find some cohesive something that everybody can listen to. And so what did you and, find? Like just some rock and roll or something well, like that? Well, Atmosphere, Slug, is one of the main hip-hops I can put on. And a lot of people actually listen to it. If they listen to it, they like it. A huh? lot of the old people go, I actually can understand this guy, you know? And a lot <laughs> of the people, I'll put on some country, some Hank Jr. or something. I, I like Uncle Cracker a lot lately, you know? I've always cool. liked him. I dabbled with like, some Uncle Cracker. I like that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like all stuff. You Eclectic know, listening. Hey, if I listen to a song and I like it, I'm not afraid to say I like it. No, I have who, no matter who. Have you guys it, you know? listened I to have... Machine Gun Kelly's new album? No. You listen to a lot of albums, though. This no. shit will catch you <laughs> completely off guard. Right. This is produced by Travis Barker from Blink 182, well, right. and it is that's not cool. hip hop. You, I have cool. Even it is when, fucking rad. To when, me, from where I come from, dude, sorry, I think Machine Gun Kelly's new shit's dope. Can we Fight hear it? me. Can we hear it? Uh, man, I think we might be able to play like just a second. Without getting sued? I don't even know. It's hey, just so you guys it. know, you know? Just so you know what here, I'm I'll saying. I'll just play it over here no, so no, you no. won't even hear it. It you, doesn't even matter. You don't even need to play it, but l- let me elaborate a little bit further. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I Yeah, go ahead. So the question was, what type of music am I listening to? And... Seem like everything you said. Cr- Don't country? you know? There's that delicate My balance gene. when you're on a job site. My gene. And you can put on something to where everybody will vibe with it. Like, uh, well, no matter because I mean, you know, I don't know, old, man. I, I mean, we've been on job sites. You put on the fucking Beatles White Album, and people have problem with that. It's one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah, even people. Have, <laughs> people it's, like, it's like arguably like one of the oh, like I've top had people three I've had, greatest I've had albums. Guys on the right? on the job people site have dislike the Stairway the to Heaven. I know, right? You, you know? put on Stairway. Hey, like, I, I said, you know, I've I mean, heard hey, this song enough in my life. Dude, right? like I was saying, some people fucking love the Eagles. I hate them. That's one. Hey, I was just talking to Aaron about that today. Some people. 
totally <laughs> like the Eagles and some people can't yeah. stand them. Right? You know, it's kind of like, it's kinda like Neil Diamond, you know? Either you love him or yeah. you hate him. But you know? dude, that's one of my favorite <laughs> hobbies is going onto a job site and putting on a mix to one where of your everybody... favorite hobbies is going on a job site. Come on, Nate. Yes, going onto a job site <laughs> and it's your job a, to go on a job site. Putting on a mix to where every yeah, nobody will complain. Nobody will complain about the or music Nate, Nate, being played. Okay, well here's Nate, another Nate thing too. Though. Nate, to other Nathan job is, is 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 an extremely <laughs> high caliber. Um, uh, carpenter yeah what have you been doing lately for sure at work? like i don't it, that that's legit uh, i want to mention that you're yeah. you're talking about work you are a high caliber carpenter your dad is a wonderful carpenter amazing carpenter i think it's just like ingrained in you yes yeah we built the biggest house on the lake you guys are fucking like legit carpenters and i love that so hardworking guys and creative nate good for you dude so machine gun kelly's sorry guy i fucking I, i've been jocking dude, this shit now so i want to go listen back, to it, right, it it's it. called tickets to my downfall dude and this shit is like pop punk badass people are hating on him because it's like it's not it's not this hip hop like uh I don't know if you guys ever listened to any of his stuff but it can be really vulgar it can be over the top like like kind of like uh, for guys like us I it would be too hey, vulgar I'm going to be honest with you the only song I ever really listened to was that one that he made Rap are Devil you, Are you going to Rap play Devil it? No actually I can't I just shouldn't cuz it's just like a waste of time but I I do advise you to check it out No I like, I um, like Machine Gun Kelly I know that Eminem and them and Machine I think Gun it was Kelly, like a ploy, like, dude. I think yeah, it was all a fucking scheme from but, dudes from that area just to make more money for each other. Because, yeah. I mean, really, it's like, hey, fucking, if we have a beef, you get super famous, you know? Eminem was just, like, helping that, dude. He probably designed it. Whatever, dude. You know, it's like... That shit's tight. Let's, let's try to talk about who the best rapper ever is. It's like, dude, it's just different... It's like Expre- forms of expression. I talked to my you wife know, like, about this, and I, I I say it's like saying uh, who's the best yogi, and it because it really is. It's this formative thing, and people are so malleable, and we're all just so easily influenced or anything. And it has to do with time of day. It has to do with consumption. What? How much caffeine do you have in you at the time? How much willingness do you have you at the time to like receive a message when you hear a song, you know, or something like that. So all of this is like just perception. And so many people perceive things in different ways. And Most of it when is you're writing, sure. when you're writing shit, you get uh, people saying so many different things to you. Frankie. And as an artist, it's very strange because you're like, okay, well, I really didn't have that feeling as I was writing it, but hell yeah, I'm glad you do. Frankie, I want to ask you a great question. Thing, yeah. I want to ask you a question. Go ahead. A chance for Frank to talk. So I'm when, just joking. <laughs> when you write a song, yeah. when you write a song, are you thinking, how is the audience going to perceive this? Or are you thinking, this is just my soul's expression? Um, you know, because I, I write with such frequency, I don't think about what people are thinking. I try to... Um, I really like to make music that sounds good to me. Um, if it sounds good and, to you, you know. And I also, I have a problem with hating the way I sound. Um, I think, I don't know if a lot of people battle with this. Really? But I, I hate it. It drives me crazy. So oftentimes I'll listen back and be like, man, I fucking suck, you know? Like, this is crazy. So it also drives me to just get better and just improve. So it makes me want to push through and, and make another song or... Um, laziness too I find or maybe that's just 
like another perception, you know, I will hear a version of something and this could be uh, possibly along the lines of what we might just coin as a Dan Kempism now, you know, <laughs> yeah, in your face, buddy. No, I'm just joking, dude. Mad respect. Uh, so uh, it, it's just like a, a perception thing. And like, um, I, but I, I do constantly drive myself to uh, kind of make a better song. I heard the uh, or saw the new Bill and Ted, and it's just like so hilarious to me. I'm like, There's, fuck, dude, am uh, I Bill and Ted? Am I just constantly trying to make this song that changes the world? Changes the world? Like, am I constantly in search of the next stairway to heaven? You know, is that what I'm trying to do? Um, Maybe. So I think, uh, like melodically and a lot of different things, I am trying to encompass a very uh, mainstream way of intaking my message but i also want to stay true to what the fuck i have to say that's why you and dan camp would get along so well i'll sock that fool no i know we were no, i'm uh... just joking <laughs> if he got in my face i would roundhouse him dude don't talk about the roundhouse thing again okay dude. Was, uh... all i'm saying is when you know that you make a song oh shit you make a song that you know is excellent it radiates it what's the word I sound like an idiot now but you know what i mean it, don't sound like an idiot dude no you're fine you never sound like an idiot nate don't worry about it um it resonates with your soul yeah there is a there is a point of that it's a resonation like when you make a song and you hit that note it's not about how everybody else perceives it it's about you know that shit was true and Everybody else can feel it too. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Well, a huge problem, dude, is 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 recognizing that, and I think this is also why guys end up tuning strange, and they'll drop tune, and they'll do different stuff because they've literally made like maybe nine songs or ten songs. Actually, I don't know this. Maybe this is just something I do. But dude. like, I'll make like ten songs that are just like in the chord of G C. A minor and F, you know, like those are my four chords that I'll use. Maybe I'll interchange them, but the general basis of it is I'm only using those chords. Some people just get fucking like really judgmental about that right. also. When they know that that's happening, you're they're just like, going I can't through do that. the process. Like, I can't fucking do that, dude. You're just going through it, and the only way for you to find that like perfect resonance. Is the it's same shit is that chord it. that I know? Yeah, it, it is yeah. is like, oh, well, I know that I need an F. Here, I don't need like a fucking augmented anything, you know. What I need is just that solid chord. Um, I learned that a lot of that acceptance, though, to just uh, you know, taking in advice from uh, like mad interviews, and I've gotten obsessed with documentaries of bands and stuff. And uh, when we were all growing up, there was like this VH1 special, and fucking Ted, Ted Nugent was on it. And Ted, uh, that guy's funny. And shit. I think it was like the super band thing. Do you remember that they put together a super band thing? There was like uh, Jason Bonham and like was no, on drums, and Ted Nugent. I, and I do remember Ted Nugent. But he he of all people, I I mean I don't. I don't know i know that people don't agree with that guy i don't, I don't know much about him but I, what i, I did think take funny as shit you know he shoots deers and he's he owns his own property and he has his own lake and is he into like no the whole like yeah. and... 
So what? What? He, but he was conveying the same exact message. Right. He's just he like, you got to be okay like with a minor. You got to be okay with using C. Yeah. Because the guys were like, oh shit, you know, like in the band of the super band, they're like, we got to come out with something just insane. And Ted Nugent's like, well, what about A and C? Like they're they're still chords and people still love them. You know, like we can still make music oh, out of that stuff. I, <laughs> I just I just the other day came across that Prince clip. Where Prince, Prince is sitting there and he plays Purple Rain and it's like inside of an 80s movie. Prince or, is badass. Like, man. and he just knows he's the shit. And he, well, did, I like, mean, isn't the movie called Purple Rain? And Prince is I don't know. I just came across it. I just came across it. Before he died, he played on like fucking Jay Leno or something. He's just shredding, you know? He's dude, just ripping it up on this sick ass like gold top Les he's Paul. He's such a badass. And then he dude, chucks it, Prince. right? He throws it. But this thing's like a vintage guitar and it's not his, dude. <laughs> it, was, it was the fucking guitar. That's why he had to go. It was the guitar yes. player. It was the guitar player for like the host of the shows. He got like sued for it. And then, then they were like, like, dude, like you threw guitar. my vintage guitar in the air, you psycho prince. Because he's prince. Uh, you just can do whatever the shit a, you want when you're he's prince. He's the artist. So he talented. He was probably pissed that these Super Bowl. I'm going to make you do the Super Bowl halftime show, motherfuckers that are like, you know. You think they were in these, control of Prince? These politician-type motherfuckers. You think his manager made him do it? I think that it, one of those people that think that they own the world had something to do with you think, it. You think I don't some, think Prince would have died at age had, 57. You think somebody Le- had something listen, to do with Prince's death? Something I don't, this, is this is borderline how about conspiracy theory. Michael Jackson? Like they both kind of died similar, didn't they? Listen, both of them. Michael Jackson and Prince? Was it? Were, were both of them fentanyl? I don't think that Prince would have died at age 57. How the fuck did Prince die, bro? I think he OD'd or something. <laughs> these motherfuckers that think they own the world... Whoa, dude. ...didn't think hey, that they owned him. From what I heard, I, I always heard, I heard that Prince was a really nice guy. So you're would under the belief people, that... that would, he would invite people to his home that were, like, from Minneapolis, like... You know, fentanyl. Fans, it was fans. fentanyl. It's the same shit. Yeah, that's what is they that, claim. Is that what Michael that, Jackson? That's died what on? they claim. Yeah, that's the official story. Well, isn't that, that's but that's not also the, that's, that's also not how, the, that's uh, not the full truth. Mac Miller died too, right? That's not the full yeah. truth. Yeah, it makes sense. It's not the full truth. Well, I'll tell that's, you what. When you're doing heroin, it's a real well slippery call slope. It COVID, dude. You, you might think heroin overdoses? Is that that's like fentanyl, dude? It's scary, man. That's a poor Scotty guy, dude. Scary. Rest in peace. Dude, Chris Cornell. I thought he hung himself. No, he, he called his wife and his said, dude, I'm tired dude. as fuck. I'm on fentanyl. There's force so, feeding Nate, me. Do you, but does it, do you uh, get into those conspiracies? Stuff. You believe in... Apparently. It's not a conspiracy. No, no, I'm, I'm asking listen, you. Listen no, to I'm me. just asking you, do you believe in like some of that out out there stuff? Like, I mean, I know Check I... It out. I I I'm used about, to get into it a lot when I was younger. I'm about to school you on some definitions. Yeah, I want to hear some... Because some, 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 I know you're a really smart guy. Let me, let's hear some Prince of your... is widely regarded as one of the greatest musicians of his generation. He's a multi-instrumentalist. Dude, And he considered guitar. a guitar virtuoso. Okay? So he's amazing. So tell us about it. Yeah, tell us about his death. I don't know. I want to hear what your... Uh, the, I want to hear what you... I know what Wikipedia, say. Wikipedia says. I want to, I want to hear some of that knowledge you just he had an you've been known to drop he was, Nate. He, he it sounds like he was a drug addict. And he died. Bless his heart. Fentanyl. Rest in, rest in peace to Prince, you know. Counterfeit pills made found at his house, counterfeit pills. Yeah. 
Did you hear about that? That, uh, that missing firefighter? Yo, 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 yo. Chris Cornell, Prince, all the other people that have died this year, Michael Jackson included. That was like t- over ten years ago. Whatever, dude. They were none di- of those people died this year. They, they all say fentanyl. <laughs> none of those people Listen, died. This year. Prince died in 2016, <laughs> four years ago. They all reference fentanyl. Prince Cornell. What about uh, Robin you- Williams? Robin Williams. Same thing, right? No, he, he he hung himself, right? Was on probably the same stuff. Yeah, Chris. Jesus, dude! All of these you, heroes. There's a you, lot of stuff swirling about these. People. Do you think that there? Do you believe? Do you, have you heard anything about you know all that all that horrible stuff like that's been said? Yeah, about the all pedophile this, yeah. suicide Pizza by hanging. Pizza gate yeah. type. Stuff? He found it yeah. right. No, he he knew he was gonna expose you believe some in that folks. Stuff? Him and Chester. And that was Chris Carnell was was trying to. And what do you think about Paul Walker? That's why they killed Paul, Paul Walker. Walker too? That's why they killed P-Dub? Michael Jackson. P.W. That's why man. They Rest killed... in peace. You know. Chris Cornell, that's why they killed everybody, because they were exposing it, and they were going on world tours to go ahead and, like, spread it to the world. You go do a show in uh, Czechoslovakia, the Czech Republic, (laughs) whatever it's called now. You fucking go do a show there, everybody's listening, everybody knows. The world consciousness, the world consciousness knows, because... You because walk into a room with a light, and the darkness flees. You get that shit the fuck out of there, because you know it's bullshit. And every single one of our parents, it seems like, just believe the shit. They just accept it. Except, Hook, line, and sinker, like what? schmucks. Accept what, exactly? The fucking, like, whatever the media is telling you, dude. Oh, well. And, like, I mean, dude, I guess, I guess, you fucking, if yeah. you can't see what's going on, I don't know what to tell you. Because yeah, it's, it's hard to trust fucking anybody. so well, late. It's, it's hard, unfortunate it's hard to, it's hard that, to trust anybody, that you know. I, my just saying last week was the fact that one side owns the media. So people just need to take that into consideration. Um, I don't give a shit either way what people are doing. I'm going to go out and I'm going to work and I'm going to uh, contribute to the country. Right. And I'm going to make things are going good. You turn off the make TV sure, and all that shit goes I'm going to make sure things are going good for my family and stuff. Um I don't know. You know, I, I've been fortunate enough to really uh, talk to some people inside of the industry and know some people really high up, some super high up managers who manage some of the biggest bands that the world has ever seen. And um, I do not believe in an Illuminati. And I also don't believe in anybody being controlled in their messages, especially in music and especially an artistic person like Chris Cornell. I think he was a really powerful mind and I think he was tortured and I think he unfortunately committed suicide. That's my take. On a lighter note. Yep. (laughs) That's what I like to do. It's not all bad, you know. Because it's not all bad. I really think that people donating a massive amount of their organs and people caring for other people, even when post-mortem, even when they're dying, I think that's an amazing thing. And I think contributing to that in the United States um, at record-breaking paces is is something good to talk about, you know? I don't know about, like, um, I I just... uh, yeah, I don't buy it, man, because I know a lot of these artists. I know that they're good people at heart. They're family people. They have to be on the road a lot, and people can make a lot of really terrible judgment calls. Yeah, who that. knows? Yeah, you know, 
I don't know really much about the artists. One of like a a, a person life, that, that uh, yeah a person that that I've been fortunate enough to make like a good good friend you know um, we haven't spoken in a while but um, I mean the the things said about their group and and what well, they contributed as far as like controlling or being an Illuminati or something I mean they're at the top of the chain and well, literally th they're just people I think what people say about Chris Corn guys like Chris Cornell is that they were trying to expose yeah they're the trying evil. to like yeah, they, they had they found something like out but but you know it's it. just there's you're exposing I, don't, I mean I don't know the yeah truth but even way, saying you know? that you're exposing a lack of integrity in that person because why wouldn't you have just simply been like hey Check this shit out. Yeah. Yeah, no, like oh, come on. He's he's this knows, this is man. somebody who has a microphone in front of their mouth every every single night. What do so. you think about what do you think about this year, Nate? Everything I know people that know Chris man. Cornell. I know some people that 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 uh that that have photog been photograph photographers for the guy. Um so and I know that that's just a yeah, fucked up situation. That yeah. <laughs> just sucks, you know, when somebody like that goes like that. That sucks. Fucking damn it. <laughs> but fentanyl, that's a terrible problem. That's a big problem in the world. Yeah. It's true. I don't know. Every single time you go and, like, you can be your own doctor. If something's ailing you, you don't need to go and, like, ask the hospital what to do if you know how to be healthy. Just you can self be your own doctor, you know? What are your recommendations? Healthy living is very important, Nathan. That's very true. Right, isn't it? Has everything been uh, been good for you lately, Nate, this year and everything? Have you had enough work and everything? How I've, is construction? I've had enough work. I happen to be a little bit good at it, so, you know. But, like, regardless, you're going to get up and you're going to go to work. Yeah, I pretty much do that every single day. I yes. get up and I go and I work and I construct. Uh, Tom D and Frankie right here are like really good inspirations to my life. They're one of my best friends ever, both of them. And, uh, you know, I just try to get up and construct every day and be a productive member of society. Do you do finish construction or like what? I think at this point, I mean, God, dude, how long have you been doing it? Well, <clears throat> I was born in Lake Arrowhead. <laughs> at that hospital in Lake Arrowhead that looks over the you know it looks over the lake you dude, were born I, in Mountains Community I the was one born, hospital that's in Lake I was Carol. born in there dude so and you know what happened were you building from that point on you started dude, building houses right then my the doctor comes running across the the parking lot thank fuck it's a boy it's a boy and my mom is like giving birth to me right and it was like thank fuck I was a boy Right? That's what the doctor the, said? Yeah. That's the tight. doctor? That's the fuck what it, what he said, was he the, was... is, So is, that the, is this the guy that birthed everybody up here? Do you remember his name? He birthed a bunch yeah, of sure people Nate up here, I'm sure remembers that day like it was just yesterday. Well, no, dude, the name of the doctor. If I called my mom, she'd be like, his name was doctor yeah, blah, blah, doctor blah. so-and-so. Is there anybody you, know? you want to give a shout-out to? All the people that have, like... Just shown nothing but mad love all the time. That's like, good. That's cool. Regardless, dude, like, you know, we're all going through some tough times, but every time when you show up, you know, to some random house or whatever, like, and and your peoples just show you mad love, I just want to give a shout out to you. Like, uh, All right, all right. 
And that's what we should do all the time to each other. Do you still write music at all, like lyrics or anything? Have you written yeah. anything lately? So here, here's another little tidbit of information. That's funny. That's the word I was thinking, tidbit. It's the word of the day. Tidbit. So one of the reasons why I started writing, writing music, lyrics, I mean, I would do some dope songs, you know? I could play you some dope songs right now. But, like, to me, they sound like solidifying past negativity. And I'm trying to look towards a positive future. But, like, whenever I would write a song and record it and put it out, a lot of the times it was, like, positive and happy and shit like that. But, like, whenever I would, like, write and record some, like, fucked up I feel this fucked up on this song and I need to like solidify it like I would listen to it later and be like I ain't I don't want to put that shit out you know that's why I like to try like positive new songs about like how is, positive is there, uh, the future is gonna be instead of just like solidifying negativity that's, but, that's like, good but like it felt good to get it out but I, I want to do more like positive shit so you're still planning yeah. on putting out some new music in the future for sure dude did it's you, a good uh, way to be have you uh is there any way our listeners can find you online any of the music you've ever put out or anything if you want to let them know it's on uh nate space on soundcloud got a few dope tracks on there you know i enjoy what about, them a lot what about I, the I, elemental three album you put out you can find that the, can't you yeah the elemental three is on there you know like how's that spelled Elemental three with the capital E, elemental three. Three the letter. <laughs> three the number. Yes, perfect. Shit, yes. If That's you awesome. could be anywhere in this world, where would you want to be? Oh uh, damn, dude! Right now. I love that. Do I have to go right now? Yeah, Just, dude. You know, yeah. Take off like, on your cloud, you had, bro. If you had all, if you know, if you had whatever you needed to go. I was wondering. Someone I, said anywhere you want to go. In a time go? machine to where I could go to whatever time I wanted and whatever <laughs> place I wanted at hey, any altitude I, I wanted at any temperature I wanted. That's legit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Record you know, that shit. I never I never gave any uh, boundaries to the answer, so you can that could Dude. Be. I would be in a time machine. All one right. of those alien motherfuckers. That just Dude, did I you like see? That. The shit didn't stop recording yet, right? No, dude. Watch, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude. <laughs> Frankie. Yeah. Did you hear about that shit? It Which went, one? It went from 60,000 feet. Oh, my God. To the, one foot the, uh, in less than a second. The release footage, right? Did, Did you what? see that? Oh, my gosh, dude. I can't. Like, I'm waiting for the return of Alien. Did you see That's that? That's what we're what talking about. It? We're talking about. Is that a Nate's UFO? 60,000 feet. That have so been one confirmed. So you're talking about ground a, level talking about in a, less than a second. You're, you're talking about a bolt crazy. of lightning. Faster than a bolt of lightning, dude. <laughs> Somebody filmed a bolt of lightning. <laughs> no, dude. It's like shit. The speed of lightning. It's gonna be just like the anymore. damn Goodyear blimp right? thing, dude. Goes, I swear, that's awesome, man. Right? Have you, have you, you ever heard seen, of that shit? Have you ever seen Fuck a UFO, yeah, no. Nate? Have you ever actually seen one? Dude. Like anything in my dream you thought was a UFO?
Yes. All right, right, everybody. Thank you for checking out Sunday, October 4th podcast. It was a good one. It was another great conversation with um, a good friend of ours. Nate Rogers. All right, you guys. I'll see you a little bit later. You know, be safe out there. And thank you, Nate, for coming yeah, in. Thanks for coming on, Nate. It's been fun. I'm sure we're gonna have Nate back for sure. Yeah, He's we'll just gonna be another, um, you know, polarizing dude that you guys are gonna get to know. Peace out. Faux show, everybody. I hope everybody has a really good week. Thank you for listening, and uh, we hope to, you guys will tune in next week. Get after it on your Monday. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Good night. Frankie Tom Show. Thank you. Thank you.